Donna Scotus. I'm a county health commissioner. She's on the air live with us today. Good morning, Donna. Did you have a nice holiday? I did. Thank you, Jean. I hope you did as well. It was, I, the weather was unbelievable, but it was great. I know. It was. It was great. I mean, I know a lot of people kind of wish for that um, for that white Christmas, but I'm always happy over the holiday, frankly, if I have to do any driving at all. Uh, I'm happy when it's, you know, nice and sunny like it was yesterday. Oh, yeah, because the Midwest, or the planes are getting hammered with a snowstorm, and it was really causing some trouble. Absolutely. You know, uh, last week as I was getting ready to have the whole family over on Saturday, I was a little worried because I started to get kind of sick on Wednesday, and I was feeling I had chills and, you know, kind of felt a little bit you know, a little bit, kind of runny nose. And I was like, oh my God, I'm getting sick. So I started, I started testing Wednesday. So I tested Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and you know, it was not COVID. So I, I was happy with that. And by Saturday, I was starting to feel a whole lot better. So that was good. But then I had a whole bunch of people coming over and four of them, you know, called at the last minute to say they were feeling sick. So obviously there's something going on out there right now. Oh yeah. There's tons of respiratory viruses. Um, and a lot of it, I have to say, we've not seen a huge uptick in COVID or, um, you know, as far as the flu testing goes, um, we have seen a slight increase in flu cases. Um, and RSD, again, in adults, children have had a little more. But to be honest with you, it has not been terrible. Um, but there are tons of respiratory infections going around that aren't either influenza A, B, RSV or COVID-19. So people have colds, coughs, sore throats. But the good news is people are testing um, and staying away from each other if they are sick. Yeah, that is good. And, you know, it was interesting to me. I went to uh, to Walgreens the other day and I wanted to get some test kits. And I found out that my insurance no longer, like the regular part of the insurance, no longer covered test kits. But I did have... Um, an over-the-counter benefit, and it, it slipped in under that, which I thought was interesting because I guess I hadn't, I hadn't remembered that insurance is no longer automatically covering test kits anymore. Correct, and they're not automatically covering everything. It's been transitioned to private, which in some ways, you know, it's been four years. I would have liked to have seen it go, you know, one more year where you could have had free benefit just simply because I think it's been very confusing for people. And it took insurances, you know, they have to switch networks to accommodate all of the new billing codes and to figure out who pays for what. And just like Eugene, what benefit did it fall under? Is it your over-the-counter? Is it your, you know, do you have to use your HSA, your health savings account? You know, what is happening? Um, and it sort of happened and made a big splash, and a lot of people were left scratching their heads, like, well, how do I get this stuff paid for? Um, and again, remember, we have free test kits at the health district. We are happy to give them to you. Oh. So if anybody needs test kits, just walk in. Um, we're closed today, but we will be open tomorrow. Um, walk in, and we'll give them to you still. Oh, that's great. I, I found out yesterday that the federal government is also still giving out those free test kits, at least for senior citizens. Um, right. And, mail, and you can get those, you can get four of them for free. Yeah, they'll mail those to your house um, if you want. And they do come. I mean, we've had a couple people test it to see if they do actually show up, and they do. And you get test kits that are very reliable. That's the thing. You know, what we have now is the best we've had 
you know, since the beginning of this COVID-19. I mean, the test kits work, the vaccine works, you know, we have the therapeutics work, the you know, antivirals. We do have some treatment, so it's important that that testing happens so you can get the appropriate treatment. Yeah, you know, I think a lot of people have gotten a little cavalier about this. And, you know, for example, like last week when I was out doing my grocery shopping, I decided, well, I know that respiratory viruses are up, so I decided to go ahead and wear a mask. Well, one day I didn't wear a mask, and there I was in the grocery store, and somebody right ahead of me started, like, coughing and sneezing Mm -hmm. and hacking. And, you know, I'm wheeling my cart, and I'm obviously, I couldn't see the cloud of germs. But I know I wheeled right through it, and by the next day, I was feeling terrible. Um, I don't know whether that was, you know, clear that, I don't know whether that was what it was, but then I I told myself I was going to wear the mask from now on. Oh, yeah, because it does help. It protects you. And then, you know, the thing is, the coughing and the indoors. I mean, like I said, we were lucky Christmas Day. It was beautiful. And people could have been more outside, and it may have saved us a bit. But if you have a cold winter and people are all indoors and in smaller, you know, areas, breathing the same air, if anybody's sick, you're going to get sick. Right. And it was interesting to me a couple minutes ago when you said that here in Summit County, our COVID numbers hadn't really gone up that much because I was up in Cleveland visiting a friend and she was telling me that they're like through the roof in Cuyahoga County right now. They're really going up up there. Yeah, it depends on where you're at. That's why one of the recommendations is to check. Now, we have had slight upticks, but nothing like some of the other counties around us, surrounding. Um, and again, it's a, it's a gross undercount because we don't really know how many people test and test positive. These are the folks who have sought medical care. Um, you know, that they actually have a test that's done at a laboratory. If you test at home and don't tell anybody, nobody knows. And so it, the COVID numbers are always sketchy. The flu numbers um, are a little more reliable in that that's who's testing. But a lot of people get sick and just stay home and struggle through it um, and then, you know, get better. So we really never know what they have. Um, because it's so common, it's very difficult to count. Like I said, I wish we could have gone one more year with all of this stuff so we could have really understood just what these seasonal variations are going to look like. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, I heard about this new variant. They're calling it the JN variant, and it seems to be pretty transmissible. Uh, what are you seeing in terms of um, the actual severity of it? Um, it's been the same as the rest. It's not been any more severe. It's been far more, again, viruses survive by transmission. So quite honestly, it's become, um, it's contagious like all the others. It's not more severe. It's not caused more hospitalizations. It is accounting for a majority of the cases right now. Um, and again, it's just an offspring from the original Omicron, you know, the we had the Perola, which is like 2.86, and now we're into this JN1, which will circulate. And they'll keep circulating. But the good thing is is that there's surveillance in place now that closely watches what happens with these. And I can um, assure you that if it looks as though it's becoming a little more severe and or causing more hospitalizations, that it'll be in the news and it'll be out because they're going to start warning people. 
you know, one of the interesting stories I read just recently, it was about a, a very young woman who passed away suddenly from a heart attack and nobody could figure it out. And, you know, in the investigation afterwards, they found out that it was because of the myocarditis that was caused by COVID. And, and I, th- I just thought that was interesting. People don't really talk about that much. Well, yeah, you have a great, I mean, all vaccines can cause myocarditis, okay? But so can the disease. No, it, it was because of the disease. It wasn't because of the yes, vaccine. Exactly. And that's, you're exactly right, Gene. People don't think of that. You know, what hit the news was about, oh, get a vaccine, you're going to get myocarditis. No. Your risk of getting myocarditis from a vaccine is much lower than the actual disease. And that's why we've really pushed these vaccines, because they are safe. Um, But you get COVID and you're not protected in any way, shape, or form. I mean, we've had some people get some very debilitating illnesses. And unfortunately for that poor young woman, I mean, she she got myocarditis, and that can be deadly. Right, right. Well, Donna, I'd love to talk to you more, but we're out of time. So thank you. <laughs> thank you for calling us again today, and we'll look forward to hearing from you uh, next week. In the meantime, I'll just say Happy New Year, and thank Happy you so New much Year. for all the— Stay healthy. <laughs> yeah, thank you for all the time you've spent with us over the past year. We appreciate it. Oh, you are it. so welcome. You've been very helpful to the community. Trust me.